Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, the audio version of our Facebook Live series, Art Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists like you that it is completely possible to make a great career out of this art thing. And if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. This episode features Miami native Dave Lavernia. Dave talks about getting his start as an artist, and part of that story is why he now tells aspiring artists the importance of slowly wading into the art world rather than just ditching your side job to just jump in headfirst. Dave also surprised me by talking about his volunteer side projects that includes bringing murals into low art budget schools. And let's be real, that includes a lot of schools nowadays. Let me know what you think about this week's live art talk with Dave Lavernia. If you would just kind of introduce yourself to people who might not be familiar with you. I'm actually curious too, just to kind of see like where, like how you became an artist, maybe like just like your background or really whatever we need to know. Yeah, sure. So my name is David Lavernia. I go by Dave L. Um, I'm a native Miamian born from Cuban parents, um, and I spent pretty much my whole life here in Miami. Right now, it's a really special place to be a full-time artist. Like, all my friends that I know that are full-time artists are nonstop busy, and the ones that aren't full-time are quickly becoming that way, because there's events and everybody wants an artist because of the monster we created here, Winwood, which is filled with street art. So if anybody listening that hasn't heard of Winwood, go check it out, because it's constantly changing um but anyway i started off um actually painting skateboards and surfboards at a little surf shop and i was just doing my own thing and like trying to pay off student loans <laughs> and um eventually people started to see the artwork on my own boards and started to commission me so from that i kind of created a business and i was really thankful to the owner that would allow me to actually be on the job as a sales associate trying to sell clothes, but also like, hey, would you like to customize your board today with me? So that helped me a lot. <laughs> and it was the beginning of social media, like the beginning of Facebook. MySpace was already out. And I was like, yeah, add me on MySpace. So that it kind of just went away. And Facebook started, <laughs> I'd add everybody. Um, so that was one way I started to become a full-time artist. And another one was from all those people I added from all over the US, I would do art tours throughout the US. 
Because, I mean, becoming a full-time artist, once I left this job, I thought I'd do what I was doing. I was like, I got this, Mom. And she's like, no, you don't. And she was right. <laughs> um, so what I did was I traveled all over the U.S. and I kind of couch surfed at different people's homes I met in the store. Um, and they would connect me with their friends that made like art. And eventually yeah, it, it worked. It was just a really big struggle. Wow. That's an amazing <laughs> story. Wow. You yeah. just went for it though. Is what I'm, you're pretty fearless. It seems like. Yeah. Now I'm more scared because I know what can happen when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sometimes yeah, being young and naive works in our favor. Sometimes. Right. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think the tipping point was um, that took you from like um, side hustle to professional or full-time artist? Was it just like taking a, a leap of faith or? Um, it was a lot of things, I guess. I get, um, a lot of it was people and how they would react to pieces I would create for them. And like, I, I became addicted to that feeling. Like it made people happy, joyous. That it, it, for me, it, that was a really special thing that I could brighten up someone's day. So I, I remember wanting to be an art therapist and like paint murals at schools and paint with uh, children at different children's hospitals, foster care systems, all these things. So I actually started doing all that and I was broke. Like I was just <laughs> had nobody and I was just <laughs> trying to do all these things. I even created a tour called the Art is Love Tour and eventually people actually started to believe in what I was doing and uh, now I have a decent amount of collectors and it's going really well. Happy about it. <laughs> For you, that's so awesome. It's so inspiring, too, because there are a lot of people in this group that are just like, just in that starting point too. So I, I know it's really good for them. It's inspiring for me to hear your, like your story. So I'm sure it's inspiring for them, too. Yeah, it's everybody has a different story, which is always interesting. <laughs> yeah, which is why I started this. because It's so cool. I just love hearing all your guys' stories. So what makes up your typical work day? And how many hours do you think you physically spend creating art per day? Um, it's a good question. I once heard this artist, Botero, like this really famous sculptor, um, mm -hmm. say like, if you want to master your craft as an artist, paint eight hours every day, treat it like mm -hmm. anything that you really want to do, you would have to, you'll, ha you'll have to practice, right? So I really took that to the heart. And sometimes I even end up painting 16 hours straight on a mural outside in the Miami heat. But I, I don't really think about it. I'm just like so inspired. And I look at this big building. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to start. And eventually I'm there till like so late. And my wife is like, are you going to come home ever? You know? <laughs> um, but I, I guess every day I always start with coffee and sketching or painting. But like definitely have to do something by hand in the morning while I drink my hot cup of coffee. No matter where I am in the world, like Eddie like at least one hour every morning before I do anything else. <laughs> it's my routine. And That's if not, I feel kind of weird every day. If not, I'm like, ah, oh, what is it? Like have aches. I don't know. <laughs> Something's missing. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. That's so artsy of you to say. Like, it just, I can imagine like that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree that the eight hours a day thing, like it, it is a job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be successful as an artist, you have to put the time in every day. And it's funny when people say like, wow, you're living your dream. And I'm like, yeah. And then I just stare at them and I'm like, the amount of things I have to do today. Like, yes. let me put this beer down and go home. You know? <laughs> yes, I know. So yeah. it's really that, funny that when people. Makes... Yeah, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. 
No, you're right. Oh, that's sorry. It, it, like, it has a little bit of a lag, so like I, I end up like interrupting you. But um, I, that makes me feel better too, because I like, I'll, like I feel like every day I'm like, okay, I, I have to do this, and then I have to do this proposal, and then I have to do this sketch, and then we have to actually paint, and then yeah. So it makes right, me feel right, better right. hearing that you're the same way. It's crazy, and I, I mean, I do it to myself. Sometimes I just end up saying yes to everything, and I get into some holes that I'm like shouldn't have said yes to like these nine things because I already have 40 things going on by before the right? end of the month so it's really important to kind of like when somebody asks you a question as an artist to really think about it like will this make me happy and fulfilled as an artist so that's yeah. something I'm really trying to do but I'm still really horrible at <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think all of us yeah because all of us yeah. are like we want to say yes to everything you know? yeah it's exciting uh -huh. but there's only one of us so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Alyssa says, I do coffee and art too as soon as my kids leave for school. So look at you guys nice. being all artsy. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alyssa. Um, let's see. Could you talk us through your painting process? Like, so, uh, or maybe just explain to them, to the people, what you kind of do too. So, like, you have a really unique painting process and they look really cool. So, do you <laughs> paint you. and then marker or what is it? I wish people could No, I, um, yeah, let me try to grab one of my brushes. They're far away. Never mind. Um, okay. So it, it depends really what I'm working on. I do a lot of large scale murals that are all spray paint. Um, but I use like, oh. you know, your typical like house paint at, for the backgrounds and like large areas and then details all with spray paint. Um, for my paintings, like this one behind me, let's say this is um, spray paint with acrylic. Um, and the acrylic I'm using is golden acrylic. But what I do is grab these uh, um, basically high flow acrylics that are used for airbrushing, um, painting, for calligraphy even, and any paint marker. They're paint marker refills in essence. So the problem I was having with paint markers is after working on a mural or any canvas, uh, the edges aren't sharp anymore. So I started, and you waste a ton of ink because the marker won't release all like, you know, 150 milliliters of ink that it has. It'll release maybe half of it. So I started popping yeah. them open and grabbing brushes, like fine watercolor brushes to do all these like tiny details you see in here. It's probably difficult yeah. to see, but um, basically I started doing that and it just changed my style completely because now I had this fluid art with the brush and their long bristle watercolor brushes so after a while it's just this is new this is exciting so all my murals are becoming this way as well so they all match my actual paintings um but yeah I, I mean i do a lot of different work and it all depends on the client but now my clients are hiring me for my style i don't have to like adjust or cater more than like what they want I'm like i want a draft great and they know my styles. So they're like, do a draft in your style. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been really great. But you know, it's it all takes a lot of time, just like you and your art. It's uh, nonstop. I learn every time I paint. I feel if I don't, I kind of switch it up and I see what else I can do. Watch some YouTube videos. Talk to my friends that are artists. We get together and sketch. And that's a really important thing as an artist to grow, speaking to other artists. Yeah, definitely. That's so cool. And I love to hear that too. When they're when they want when they want you to do an animal and they're like, but do it in your style. It's like, yes, it's like, yes finally. I, I won today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When I first started with Rain 
Yeah, when I first started with Rainbow Animals, I was like, this seems kind of silly at first, but I really like it. And now I just today someone called and was like, hey, I, I think I'd like like a um, a long a, a longhorn in your rainbow style. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, so yes. yeah, that style is really cool. Yeah. And like the puzzle piece things that you do too are great. It's like, it's inspiring. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, see. Um, what is the one thing you don't like to paint without? So is it your... Why? What is it? <laughs> so <laughs> it's either, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's either that or, um, you know, certain spray paint caps. Um, but, and that okay. was actually like last year, it was still bothering me when I wouldn't have certain spray paint caps. Like how could I have forgotten it? Right. And lately now I just figure it out. Um, and that's kind of what I love about being an artist. Like if you're at an event doing a live painting and you have a crowd watching you, and you don't have the thing that you need, you can't just stop and be like, well, that's, I gotta go home, sorry. You know, like you're being paid to be there yeah. and you wanna make the best out of it. So, I mean, what I what I love to do now is just kind of figure it out. So if I forget something, I'm like, it is what it is. <laughs> but, yes. you know, like headphones are important sometimes, but I also love talking to people as they walk by uh, when I'm painting a mural. Um, like certain brushes, um, that is one thing I definitely cannot live without. My favorite brushes, which are the Princeton Catalyst, that I do have right okay. here. Wooden handle. These are my favorite. <laughs> they're they're the a synthetic brushes? bristle, um, so they last a lot longer. They hold their shape basically a lot longer, which is great. Okay. I need to <laughs> learn to take care of my brushes so I can have one nice ones like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, are there any lessons you've learned the hard way, speaking of not taking care of brushes? <laughs> well, that's one for sure. Um, yeah, like <laughs> keeping supplies organized is a really important thing. But um, <laughs> yeah. also saying yes to everything. Like that is a huge lesson I've learned. That. So one thing I've been trying to learn more is like if I get a feeler that I don't want to do a project, I tell the client no, but I always recommend a friend of mine that's an artist. So it's not like, no, sorry, get out of here. It's like, Hey, talk to my buddy, you know, Nate, Ivan, CP, like all these guys that I work with. Um, and that's, that's been a really tough one. And I still catch myself saying yes, because I want it all, but it's not yeah. feasible. Um, like you're, I'm not a robot, like I have to sleep, I have to actually enjoy life. And this is why I do this to <laughs> enjoy my life. So yes, it is. So it's so nice when you can take like a weekend off, you're like, Oh, yeah, this is this is life. <laughs> Yeah, like you sit back, like, wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we love painting, but like not every weekend. <laughs> right, right, um, right. Okay. Do you have a, a favorite past project? Many. Um, okay. I feel like the more I paint, the more I can relate to my clients better. So it's it's all really about the client. Like if I have a person that, starts off and they're kind of like worried about me and I just like splatter paint on their wall when I start and then we become like really good friends we start going out to dinners <laughs> later on it's like every project is is really important but I mean I've done some big ones in the Keys um, started a nonprofit with my with a couple of friends in the Keys too to bring more art into the Keys and education about uh, sustainable living and things like that so um, there's so many ongoing projects it's difficult to kind of pinpoint one but a lot of the work I'm doing in the Keys, I'm really proud of. And 
everything here in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Um, it's uh, when I think back, what's my favorite project? Like what week, what month? Because there are so many. Um, right. And yeah, it just it keeps getting bigger and better. Um, the more I work on things and the more I collaborate with other artists and other businesses and developers. Yeah. Awesome. Well, can you tell me more about the thing you're doing in the keys to like the, the nonprofit? I'm curious. Yeah. So it's a, uh, we called it the Florida keys community center. It's actually uh, three friends of mine, Mike Walsh, Shannon Walsh and Matthew Sexton. And I um, like, it's already starting to make a, big name for itself everybody in the keys is talking about it and they're talking about how we do things and how we're keeping it sustainable how we don't allow plastic into the park no single-use plastic i mean we won't like stop you and be like hey let me check your stuff like we won't do that either but like we recommend not bringing like plastic water bottles and plastic cups and things that are just going to get tossed into the ocean basically right after so um we're just trying to educate everybody um about changes we can make now so that the future generations can enjoy it like we are, especially somewhere as beautiful as South Florida. I mean, the water is stunning and like, you'll be going for a swim, see dolphins and manatees and sharks and all these beautiful creatures. But it's like, in a, you know, a few decades, these things might not be around. So that's the main thing that we're doing. And every artist basically um, paint something under the same common theme, which is human effects on the environment. So you basically yeah. take that and run with it. Like, I don't even ask for sketches. I just ask them to make a statement with their piece and tell me a little story. <laughs> That's so cool. That's yeah, it's awesome. really fun. Cool. I love to hear all these things. Like, we had we had one guest on, too, that was doing, like, a, a Canvas for Kids project. And, like, you're doing this. Awesome. And, like, I had no idea until I bring you guys on. Like, all we all we really see is what's on, like, Instagram a couple times, you know? So yeah. I love, I love hearing this. Thank yeah, you. and I, that's one thing I need to um, start doing more of is, like, engaging my followers more to tell them what I'm actually doing. It's not just like, hey, I painted something pretty today. It's like, what does it mean? <laughs> um, like, doing more things with meaning, not just because, like, oh, I love elephants. I'm going to paint one and make it look so beautiful. It's like, why am I painting that elephant? And what, what's the reason? So, um, yeah. yeah, it's been a big thing lately. That's so awesome. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's see. Um, um, what are your future art plans and goals? What are your upcoming projects that you've got going on? Um, so I'm working actually with uh, the city of Key West right now. Um, and I'm applying for a few different mural projects. So that looks like it's going well already. Um, and different partnerships with other nonprofits like the Coral Restoration Foundation. Um, they basically have found a way to replant corals that have been dying out over the past few decades. Um, so yeah. like places that were barren are now they have like an acres worth of coral that had completely died out almost. Um, so I'm working on murals for them to kind of like keep that in people's minds um, that we need to protect things and not destroy everything. Um, so that's uh, one of the main things I'm doing with them right now. Also our nonprofit and uh, I mean, eventually like running a gallery of my own. That's always been a dream of mine. <laughs> oh, really? So like a, yeah, a gallery in Miami? Or? Maybe. It's probably way too expensive, but still, <laughs> I'd find a way to do it. Um, 
but yeah I'd, i've always wanted to like have my own gallery to like talk to people about work and like not even put my own work up there all the time like have friends and do group shows and things like that um but also like just co continue to engage the community and like um in like the most positive ways um mm -hmm. and like work with different charities and nonprofits too to um build everlasting relationships yeah that's so cool look at you <laughs> go you yeah we should yeah it's fun all, um, there's so many ways that art the the arts can be uh just brought into community projects and then art as therapy like there's just so many things that and like it's so sad because like you know how so we called it steam um science technology oh man or science something english art mathematics Math. I, yeah i i yeah i know that? what you're talking about yeah it's called like some people call it stem now and it's like the, so they call it s-t-e-m they took out the art and i was like unbelievable what? Art can be, yeah art and the art is so important yeah. yeah i mean like i i do like paint and sip classes for adults and i realize how like therapeutic it is for them like the person that talks the most and jokes around the most is the most focused later you're like you don't even hear a peep from them after a while and you're like you needed that <laughs> and it's interesting like making it available for people um and especially at a younger age like so many people talk to me and they're like oh man i used to do art i used to love drawing from like comic books or calvin and Hobbes and different things like that i'm like oh calvin and Hobbes, i love that you know and it's it's just it's an, an important part of uh, development, in my opinion, um, to be able to just create and not have somebody tell you exactly how to do that. Yeah, it, it'll yeah. like enhance your like critical thinking at a young age. Like I, like when I first started doing these cutouts, I was like, easy, let me get a saw. I was just like hand sawing, and I'm like, this is, this isn't working, <laughs> you know, and like. Simple things yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, let me get a jigsaw. Perfect. Like, da, 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 da. Done. Um, so things like that, like, I mean, I remember like my woodshop classes or like other things that I had opportunities to get more creative. And, you know, that's always really helpful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Thomas mentioned, he goes, STEAM is science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. So, and then STEM You're the man. because they are cutting the... the yeah, he's on it. And STEM came about because they are cutting the education budgets na nationwide. So mm -hmm. It is really sad. That's actually one reason <laughs> why, I, why I started uh, painting murals at uh, local public schools in Miami. Um, they had like, I mean, this is probably seven or eight years ago when they really started to cut costs on everything. And the first thing to go was art. So I would do um, yeah. paint by numbers murals with children. And I would just donate my time. And after a while, it like everybody wanted me at their school. And I just started sending friends of mine that were artists too. And we just painted everything. It was really fun. Um, and now like graffiti artists from all over the world come to paint schools in Miami. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you guys, you guys have Wynwood too. Like, so do they paint over stuff in, in all the Wynwood? Time. Yeah. yeah. It's just a constantly evolving thing. Yeah, I mean, I call it a living organism because it's like, I can't tell you where to go and, and like meet somebody or meet with me by saying, oh, meet me at this like eagle mural. It's like, which one? There's a ballerina here now. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, it, it all depends on 
who's running the business um like it or the developers that are like hey we're we're we just bought this building we want new art we don't want this whatever and like that happens too or like a big liquor company or soft drink company will come like mountain dew has done it a lot in winwood that they'll pay the landlord you know five to ten thousand dollars just to have an artist come in and paint a logo of theirs so it's yeah. pretty wild yeah <laughs> um thomas says you demand david <laughs> virtual fist bump <laughs> fist bump you the man yeah <laughs> um is there any advice you would give to artists who want to make art their full-time career but just don't know where to start like where's a good starting point um the best starting point is to just soak it all in. Like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, if you have a job that pays the bills, stay with that job and work on your art all the time. Like, you have to put the same amount of time in, which is really difficult. You, you might lose sleep, but eventually what will happen is you'll get enough clients in your art career to take so that your business takes care of itself my problem was I left my job and I was like I have two months of commissions this is awesome I've never had that many commissions and after those two months nothing happened I made like no money one month basically and I was like all right I'm freaking out luckily I have a family and they were like really awesome with me but if I didn't have that I mean I would have had to go work anywhere and like that's one thing I tell every entrepreneur, like even people that don't do art, like if you really want to make a successful business, you have to have the capital. So you have to keep working your job, keep that side hustle until it becomes your real hustle. And like it gets so busy that you can't even work your other job, then still work it part time just because <laughs> things go up and down in the art world, obviously. So that's a really important thing, like take it slow and treat every customer the way you'd like to be treated every time even if they're the worst <laughs> like still treat them well and you'll see like how how well they they'll speak of you and like refer you and things like that yeah definitely definitely yeah your customer is like your main thing yeah because yeah I, I i get so many customers that are just from other customers that's just such a huge yeah thing. it's awesome Okay, um, that is it. Is there anything else you would like to add? If anybody has any questions, let me know. But that is all the questions. Thank you. Or, yeah, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No. Well, thank you for having me on the show. This has yeah. been really fun and exciting. I learned a little yeah. today about myself, too. So this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what? That you could go live on a whim? Yeah, I could go live on a whim. Um, no, just like, <laughs> um, you know, like being able to um, tell people about like, how to start off as a as a full-time artist it's not just like all right let me just do this it's it's uh there's no written book about this like there's no classes i mean there there are art classes and they have business classes and things like that which are super helpful um but you know that like being a full-time like street artist like myself like nobody everybody's like what you you like live off painting buildings like that's so weird um, but, but it really works and it's, it's great. So, I mean, to everybody out there, like you can do it, just do it right. Yeah. Very well said. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to do this interview. This is also going to be in podcast form. Um, we just started the whole podcast thing, which I'll talk to you. You said you mentioned you wanted to start your own podcast. Yeah. I think we need to yeah, do our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Out there. 
100 percent well thank you so much for having me yeah no problem have a good night thank you again bye you too take care everybody bye this episode is sponsored by the artist academy advanced membership a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Bass Pro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business. And now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com, that's advancedmember.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'll see you next week.